Hi, you guys. Welcome back to Best Self Radio with your host, Haley. I am jumping on today a little bit of an impromptu episode. Not sure if this will be my regular Tuesday episode or you'll have two this week. Uh, Not sure, but I just felt the urge to come on and record this. One for me, it's always really helpful to get some kind of thoughts and things that I'm going through and processing out onto the mic like I'm speaking with my besties, like I'm speaking with girlfriends who I know will be able to relate and connect with on this. And just like, honestly, I'm always such a like an talker out loud to help process things in my own head. And I'm definitely that crazy person that people catch like talking to myself um, on the street and around my house just because it helps me process things when they're when I'm actually speaking them out loud. So I find the podcast very therapeutic for me in that sense. But anyway, guys, hi, hello, welcome. If you're new to the podcast, I am Haley, as you hear in the intro there. I am all about becoming your best self and helping you guys do that. And I use, um, you know, the things that I am trained in, holistic nutrition, functional functional um, testing, strength training, uh, neuro-linguistic programming, NLP to help you guys, to help my clients, friends and family, anyone who, you know, wants a little bit of help in that area. I'm here for you. I'm your go-to gal for all those things. And I specialize in my practice, you guys, in cycle syncing, hormone optimization, and uh, body composition for women, especially in their 30s and beyond. Because I find this is really when things get difficult or can get difficult for us as women because it's not as supported you know it's becoming more so but so much of the studies so much of the literature has been done on men and unfortunately a lot of the time in conventional medicine we are dismissed with some of our symptoms as females when we're struggling with hormonal imbalances with thyroid um, insufficiencies and things of that nature And I'm just one of those other people that hopefully you can turn to for support in that so you don't feel alone, you don't feel lost, and you get the answers that you deserve. Because that's really my beginnings. If you guys don't know me and my story, um, you know, way back I struggled with eating disorders and just a lot of self-worth and body composition issues. But, you know, kind of how my practice started was in my mid-20s when I lost my cycle after coming off birth control, after kind of understanding what birth control was and some of the risks and, you know, what I was really doing to my body. I didn't know, right? A lot of us go on birth control for preventing pregnancy or acne or things like that. And we just don't know the other side effects, you know? Again, it's your choice. You as a woman, your choice, what you want to do. And if that is the right move for you I'm all for you I'm here to support you in that as well but I think it's just really important that we get educated on it and I wasn't and so I started getting hormonal issues I had no um, no sex drive at all in your mid-20s like come on I'm I'm pretty sure you should at that point Um, you know no sex drive I had digestive issues I was breaking out in these crazy rashes Um, I was just struggling to feel like a mid-20 year old right I didn't want to go out I didn't want to socialize I felt very sick and it was a really challenging time for me and so I dug deep you know I was going through my nutrition certification at this time and just dug deep into reading books and lit articles and podcasts and anything and everything that I could find on hormones and on female cycles and our menstrual cycle and all of that and you know the doctor I was always working with a gynecologist as well and um, he wanted to put me on um, synthetic progesterone and and you know things of that nature and I was I was resistant to it 
it. And, you know, obviously I would have if that's what I needed to, but I did want to give myself time for my body to heal and balance and do it naturally. And I was able to. So since that time where I just felt like I, it was this, it was this complete switch of the light switch, you guys, when I got my cycle, you know, consistent, consistently again, after coming up birth control for three months in a row, I also worked with, you know, a naturopath at the time doing through elimination diets and just really figuring out my digestive system as well. And there was just such a complete switch with my personality and my confidence and my sex drive and just being connected. I say this a lot in my practice of just this connection to our bodies and to us being female and just feeling like empowered. And I feel, you know, again, everyone's story is different, but I feel like when you're on birth control, you have a little bit of a lack of that connection to you, the power of you as a woman. And again, that could be different for you because it could be empowering because then you know, you're not risking getting pregnant or whatever it is, right? So it could be different for you, but I have found, and a lot of my women that I work with in practice that we connect on that level of feeling so much more empowered when we're in tune with our own cycle. And that's really how I feel like cycle syncing is. And that's why I'm so passionate about that because because of what it does to your confidence is you as a woman and you feeling just like coming into your own, you feeling powerful, you feeling um, connected with your body, you're feeling this higher sex drive, this higher confidence, um, this higher self-worth. And so that that means you can go after the other things that you want to do in your life. And what we need most in this world, in my opinion, is really, really secure, powerful, confident women making a huge fucking impact in this world, pardon my language. But that's what I feel like I I feel so much like my mission and my movement and my practice is so much more than just like helping you balance your hormones. It's like empowering you to take over the freaking world and for us to rise up and do this together and for us to support women and all of those amazing things. So that's me in a nutshell, you guys. That's really what, you know, how I grow to be so passionate about what I do and, you know, me stepping in to, um, this level of like practice that I'm and I'm stepping into now I've done coaching and I'm you know I'm in the fitness industry as well and I've done that for 10 years now for my own business for about three now maybe four almost um in conjunction with working in gyms and things like of that nature and you know I'm not stepping to totally away from that yet and I'm not sure if I will ever totally step away but I'm definitely leaning a lot more into supporting women with their hormone balancing and cycle syncing and again just what I mentioned there at the beginning is just really coming into their own power and confidence because that's what changed my life you know I love the gym you guys I love strength training I love movement I think it's such an important part it is definitely an element in a lot of my online programs and practices but for me personally that's not what changed my life right that's not um that's not my that's not my like that's not my thing you know I see people that that's their thing and I like love it and that lights me up to see other people's passion light up but I've really realized that's not my thing that's not what I'm here to do that's not my passion that's my purpose and again it's nothing that I'm ever going to drop completely because it is something that I do love and it is part of you know it is part of my identity but that's actually kind of the podcast I want to talk about today you guys that's what we're going to lead into is strength training being a part of my identity and this phase that I'm leaning into with myself personally and how that's going to be kind of really rock me so let's dive into that and again you guys I I know that you like those that will get something from this will but it's also just a little bit of a a bit of an inside 
scoop on me and what's going on with me and again I always like to share because I know like honestly I listened to a podcast last week that helps me come to this decision and helps me really just like kind of confirm that I was doing the right thing and gave me that little confidence boost that I needed to stay on this track and that's why I do these podcasts too because I know that someone even if it's one person will heal this hear this and not feel alone and hear this and feel empowered or whatever it is so that's why I'm sharing this date this might not relate to you at all this might be you want you know if you know me personally it just might be a great you know kind of insight into what's going on with me um or this might not relate to you at all and you might click off the podcast which is totally fine as well but we are going to get into the topic you guys right now and uh yeah I can't wait to share with you guys all right you guys so I came to the conclusion this week that I'm stopping strength training, which is actually wild to say. And I had a full blown, I had like full blown, I wouldn't say full blown panic attack yesterday, but I was very anxious. I was very exhausted. Like my body was obviously like processing this and I just felt very like I needed to be kind of like alone. I was just really like, I was really just processing this because for the last 10 years, this has been not just really part of my identity, you guys. Like I've gone through a few like little phases, but not really. Like this has been my identity for 10 years. And I have progressively overloaded strength, like progressively overloaded strength training or progressive, yeah, progressively overloaded strength training for those 10 years, you guys, consistently maybe I had a week here or there off and that's it like consistently for 10 weeks or 10 weeks 10 years you guys so that obviously just alone is a huge part of my life right that's a lot of hours spent in the gym a lot of time a lot of effort but not only that it's also been my career for 10 years, right? In some form or capacity. When I was 22, pretty much right out of kinesiology, right out of school, I got into personal training. I worked at so many different gyms, so many different formats, you know, group, personal, online, traveling around, you know, everything in parks, all of it, right? So not only has it been a part of my life personally, it's been a my life, it's been a big part of my life career-wise as well to be in the gym or to you know help women help men progressively overload get stronger build muscle and then again I've been doing that for myself as well so this decision that I and I'll get into why this decision that I made this week I'd honestly kind of made it a while ago but I hadn't committed to it because again of all the things I've just seen now it's part of who I am right and it's scary it's scary to let go of those things it's scary to make a change of something that is actually really good for you right but it's just not serving me right now. And that's a that's hard, right? But I had to make that decision for again, like I talk about this all the time, like my higher self, like where I'm going, my, the vision for myself and how I feel currently. So I really had to become quite honest with myself in the way I was training was not in alignment with how I wanted to look first off. So first off, it, you know, it's a it's a look wise, right? It's a physique wise thing. And secondly, I wasn't feeling good, right? I was, my body was constantly like having these little aches and pains and I wasn't following like a progressive overload program or I wasn't following anything for a long time because I wasn't just, I wasn't really motivated in it because again, 
I didn't have a purpose, right? I didn't have a goal that I was working towards because it was out of alignment with the goals I wanted in my life. And then again, my body just started to really tell me like, this is not the way that my body wants to train right now. Again, I'm, I will get into kind of why, but I was, you know, feeling, I'm feeling puffy and bloated, you know, or not bloated, but like just puffy. Like that's kind of like bulky in the muscles. I don't want to say I'm bulky um, because I don't want, again, like I think strength training, progressive over strength training, I still think it is like the cat's pajamas and most people and most women should be doing it, right? Because a lot of women don't do it, right? We stay stuck at like lifting the fives, the tens, the fifteens, and we don't lift heavy. And especially when we're getting older, we don't, you know, we're not challenging our body and are challenging our bone density and our muscles, which is going to be so helpful as we transition into perimenopause, menopause and beyond. And so helpful for our hormone levels, again, for bone density. So if we spill when like fall when we're like older, that's going to be, you know, prevent falling, all that stuff, right? So I think strength training is so, so important. And again, progressive overload and making sure you are challenging yourself. You're not just lifting 15 pounds for five years, right? And you haven't even added any. So I still think it's so important, but obviously you guys, like I've been lifting progressive overload for 10 years. Yes, I haven't like bodybuild in a competition, but I have been bodybuilding. I've been following structured programs either from other coaches or myself for those 10 years. I've gone through multiple coaching phases like where I'm coached by bodybuilders. Like I have done it. I have a lot of muscle mass on my body, you guys. I actually just saw two of a scale from three years ago and then a scale from now that I have again like it's not saying exactly what I have but when I'm when I'm comparing you know the scale from a few years ago to the exact same scale from now I can see the change and I've put on some weight but I've lost five percent body fat and I, I think it's about a two three pound difference so I've obviously put on muscle a lot of muscle you guys in three years um and again like i'd been already putting on muscle for eight years and especially for me you guys for the first like five maybe six years of lifting i definitely wasn't doing it right nutritionally because i was stuck in that five like that phase of um being really like trying to be kind of small still while you're lifting like being very restrictive so that sense i obviously could have built a lot more muscle but i was still progressively overloading at that time like there was newbie gains and all of that stuff so like I definitely was changing my physique, but in the last four years, I would say I've gone through phases of like bulking, like eating at a calorie surplus, like those kinds of things. So that's why I know, especially in the last three to four years, I put on a lot of muscle and that shows in my body and I don't like it. And I, I think that's so, it's just like, it's so honest for me to say that. And again, I love my body. I say this all the time. Like whenever I'm talking about changing it, it's not from a point of, I don't love myself or love my body. I do. I love it so much. I'm so proud of what it's done. I've worked hard for this, right? And I always need to remind myself, even where I am in my business, where in my life, where my body, like you created this, right? You did this. So obviously we're not living in shame. We're not living in guilt. We're not living in a no- like any of those emotions. Like if, again, if you guys know me, like that's a huge part of my personality and my business. Like I don't stay in those emotions, right? But that doesn't mean that I don't 
don't not like the way that I look and want to look at every way and will work towards that. So that's what I kind of realized I was getting, I was feeling certain ways when I was looking at photos of myself. I was feeling certain ways when I was getting comments of like quad queen and like, look at your legs, they're so big and like all this stuff, which like was always out of a form. I mean, even if it wasn't, it doesn't really matter. But I take into account of how things that are said to me, how they make me feel, right? And if those things don't make me feel good, again, from like, and then I'm like, that's a compliment, but that's not something that I like. And I was like, oh my God, but you're creating this. Like, stop fucking squatting so heavy, stop doing, to stop progressively overloading your body and especially your legs. So that's just really fascinating to me, right? So that's one thing, you guys, is just of look-wise, I am not in love with the way I look right now. And again, that doesn't mean I don't love myself. It's not because I'm proud of what I've done, but I am very excited to work towards a physique I do like. And that kind of goes the same in my upper body. Like that's a little bit different, but um, especially like my quads, my calves, like just my legs in general, I'm not strength training them for a while. Like I'm really going to try to do like six months um, of not not doing anything like no lunges no squats like don't do it which again like I know can seem so crazy to people but that is how I'm gonna downsize like it's the same way if you want to put on muscle I have to do the same way and I'm taking off muscle so not only obviously not progressively strength training but I need to be in a calorie deficit as well but we'll get to that in a second so being in being in uh not strength training those things now my glutes are always been the ones that are harder for me to grow i'm very quad dominant so i will be stimulating my glutes probably twice a week with things that are very isolation like cable kickback single leg glute bridge i also have a bit of a low si like on my left side it's like rooting for my tailbone and my pelvic floor so i have some work to be doing there which i'm gonna again like because I'm not being like pushing my body in the gym, like kind of pushing through these pains and my body's telling me I'm going to have the time to like do my rehab correctly and just like making sure I'm doing those small glute movements, but doing them correctly because low back weakness and pain is a huge reason why people aren't growing their glutes, which is very common, right? And I know all this stuff, but a lot of the time, because you kind of get obsessed with like chasing the weight, or at least I do, and wanting to get lift heavier and heavier and heavier, and that's what I knew for so long, and that's what I was doing, I was just really getting caught up in that, in that. So I need to, you know, dial that back, and again, I'm going to be doing just kind of stimulating like stretching mobility work for that area and then some stimulation of just glutes but like no lunges like no squats even though i know they stimulate glutes but for me it's mostly quad because <laughs> i'm quad quad queen um so that's what i'm going to be doing kind of training wise and then for upper body i'm still very committed to like getting um a one plate bench and my pull-ups and like multiple body weight pull-ups in a row so i don't want to stop training those all together this is definitely not going to be a season of me like trying to get those things i just want to kind of maintain what i have and then if i do awesome but again since i'm going to be focusing more on a calorie deficit and just downsizing i don't ever want i don't ever compete with goals right i think that's very 
important and you guys should definitely think about that as well like if we're wanting to you can lose fat and gain muscle absolutely but um there should always be a focus i think that just always works a lot better and then you know if we get some carryover in the other goal that's awesome but kind of focusing on one and then the other so that's why for me i'm gonna be stimulating again upper body probably twice a week but just doing like the compound lifts and in just strength range of motion so obviously i'll do some warm-up all that stuff to make sure i'm doing it safely but then go into my more strength reps of like four to six rep range um even maybe a little bit lower for bench and pull-ups so that again i'm just kind of staying stimulating that muscle maintaining what i have um as i'm taking this time away and then um i'll just be doing cardio so again i'll be doing lots of mobility stretching like things like that that i need to do for my body because again as i said like this type of training and just my delicate nervous system <laughs> i have been feeling it right i've been feeling the rundown i've been feeling the aches and pains like my wrist started hurting the other day my freaking foot started hurting my si's always like all these things i'm like that's not health right like that's not being active and fluid and mobile like that's not healthy, right? So again, like, how do I want to feel? And these are important questions you ask yourself too in designing the way you're training. Like, how do you want to look? How do you want to feel? Are those goals in conjunction with those things? For me, they weren't, right? I got wrapped up in an identity. I got wrapped into what I've always known and done and what's kind of, again, like surrounded by me, right? And that's even why doing something like High Rocks, like I've talked a lot about that and how that was a fun part of my last year and a fun part of my journey and i'm very grateful i did it like very grateful but it doesn't serve my body and again that doesn't mean it can't serve other people it doesn't mean that, that it might not serve my body in a year but right now it's not serving me right right now it's putting way too much stress on my body and again that's going to be so individual like i'm not saying like don't do high rocks or don't strength train as women hell no like you kidding me like all the women that i see being badass in crossfit and bodybuilding and uh, high rocks like i admire them so so much you guys but that's just not me and my journey right again from a looks perspective from a feel perspective from a time perspective from a priority perspective if that was like top priority for me, then I would be making changes in other areas of my life to bring down stress, right? Like I wouldn't be trying to build a, a you know, a health coaching industry, right? Um, you know, massive movement online that I am right now, but that's my baby right now. That's my priority, right? So yes, like that is, I mean, it's a lot of good stress, right? But it is, a, it is work, right? And I'm kind of running, like I'm trying to chewing two jobs right now. So again love it so grateful wouldn't you have it any other way <laughs> but that's a priority right so training is going to take a cut so if priority for me was i wanted to look and i wanted to feel and i wanted to be like that hot high rocks girl or that bodybuilding girl or whatever it was i could make that happen and you can as well but it's not what i want right so that's what i had to really realize um I think I just kind of kind of got on a rant there, you guys, but that's kind of the mental part of it, right? So there is a physical aspect, but there is that kind of like mental, energetic part of it as well, that it's just not aligning with my goals anymore and aligning with who I want to be. And then again, there is this part of me having a very sensitive nervous system and hormonally and digestively the way I, where I am right now, it's not, it's not it's not supportive of me. So I have a very sensitive nervous system. I'm an empath. I feel the feels of people. Everyone's different like this. And that's like, I say this all the time. I actually just posted on my Instagram today, right? Like 
not everything is going to be the same for everyone. Like you have to be the, your investigator, right? You have to figure this stuff out for yourself. This is you like could be so unique for me, but I am sensitive to this stuff, right? I've realized that especially getting in and as my hormones shift coming into my thirties and just, you know, the shift that we go through as women, like uh, men change too, but especially women, you guys, like we are constantly shifting and that's why we constantly have to stay checked in with ourselves and checked in and, you know, continues to do functional testing and just like where our levels and how we are and like, you know, those kinds of things because we're constantly shifting. So for me at this time, like my body just wasn't responding well to the way I used to train and the things I would do and even the way I worked, right? Like I wasn't after the pandemic, even though I thought I wanted to kind of get back into the personal training flow of things and it like I thought it was serving me for a year there. It really wasn't, you guys. Like I have a bald spot on my head. Like <laughs> I'm like, wow, I'm being really real with you guys. I think I've shared that on podcasts anyway. But um, you know, that's one of the ways that my body shows when it's stressed, when it's not being nourished, where it's not being supportive. You know, I discovered that in the winter and I started making drastic shifts into my life at that time because that was a huge, huge wake up call for me, you guys. Um, so that was one thing there, right? I, I've been, I would last fall again, I blamed it on something else, but I had another skin rash breakout. I hadn't had one of those in years, right? So I, that was another big sign for me. Then the bald spot, another big sign for me getting some painful PMS symptoms, another big sign for me, that's not my normal, that doesn't have to be your normal either. So these signs, like again, your period, your menstrual cycle is such an important thing to be checking in, it's such a great report card on how you're balancing your life and your stress. And I was doing a terrible job at you guys. And another aspect of that was the way I was training, doing high rocks, doing progressive overloaded strength training, trying to train eight clients a day. So the way I was working, the way I was training was not conducive to not only the way I wanted to look to not only the way that I wanted to feel and the way I wanted my life to look but also my body was telling me screaming at me you need to make a change you need to make a change and I say this all the time to my clients all the time in my trainings and my posts and all the stuff I do that you have to make the cut somewhere right like and a lot of the time the cut is training right because that's something that's more like easy to do a lot of the and nutrition as well like a lot of the time it's going to take time for you to shift out of your work as as mine is right like it's still continuing to do so um but you're it's going to take time for that whereas training you can make that decision and you can change that but i do want to say like i hear you if it's a huge part of your life and your identity and one you feel lost like or you kind of like honestly i'm like oh my god I feel lost and two, oh my God, like what's going to happen to my body? Like, but I have to know and trust. Like, I just have to trust myself that this is right. Like, this is the pull. I felt this for months now. I just haven't done it because I haven't been brave enough, which is fine. That happens. Um, but I am now and I'm saying it now and I'm holding myself accountable now. And I know I've already had so many times where like, oh, what if I just did this? And I might just did like, no, right? And I even might feel like, no, I'm not even doing any little bit of like a bench or a pull or a glute movement. Like I might just be like, I need a fucking rest. 
And that's fine, right? Like, again, if you, this is so individual, because if you're like brand new, strength train girl, absolutely strength train. But if you've been doing this for five, eight, 10, 20 years, like whatever it is, right? I've been doing this for 10 years, you guys. If you've been doing it for that, you have the base. It's not gonna disappear in a few months, right? And again, I actually want some of it to disappear. So I'm obviously, you know, I'm working towards a goal I actually want, even though that might seem weird to people, but it's not meaning I'm going to lose all my muscle mass. So that's kind of where I'm at there as far as if met, like physically, mentally, and emotionally. Um, and then, uh, yeah, as I said, kind of like nervous system stress wise and how my body's just been responding, um, how my, obviously my hormone digestion and stress levels, right? Like I, I'm, I'm just actually doing um, my Dutch test right now. So my hormonal, yearly hormonal test that I offer. Um, let me guys, let me know if you're interested. There's lots of different ways for you guys to get Dutch with me. Um, but this is such a good insight into how things are. So this will be helpful too. I'm getting it now so I can really, you know, I can really t tailor the way I am going to move and eat and all that stuff to what my results are telling me. And I'll definitely be sharing that with you guys either on here or over on Instagram. So stay tuned for that. And there's some really, really exciting ways for you guys to get involved and to get Dutch testing and get like, get the support of the kind of stuff I'm mentioning here. So if any of this stuff is resonating with you, make sure you go and sign up for my workshop because um, we're going to be touching on some of this stuff in there. And then also there's going to be an amazing program, actually two amazing programs, you guys kind of, again, based on where you're at in your journey, your age, your hormones, like where you're at, um, I'm going to offer two different offers because I'm just, yeah, I just want to help you guys so much with this stuff because I know what it feels like to feel so alone in this. And again, I went through that period of time back when I was like 25, 26, and now I just went through it again. And I'm so grateful that I found this podcast and then this other webinar of women going through the similar things and talking about the similar things because I was like, yes, I'm not alone. Like other people are going through this. Like I'm justified and validated. And it's so like, you know, it's so helpful. So I hope that I can, you know, do that for, for you as well, or for, you know, someone, someone out there. So that's that in a nutshell, you guys, of that aspect. And then for me, nutritionally, what I'm going to be doing is, again, because if you want to lose fat, if you want to lose muscle, it's the same thing, right? We have to be in a calorie deficit. Now, when we're in a calorie deficit, it doesn't mean like restrictive. It doesn't mean we're like killing ourselves or we're like super low calorie, super low carb, anything like that. Um, because again, I'm looking to support my hormones above and like above and beyond, right? Hormone support, that's the main thing that I and any woman out there needs to be focused on, right? If you're in a deficit, but you're not focused on keeping your hormones happy, things are gonna be difficult, right? We're fighting an uphill battle. So always, 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 we're focused on hormonal balance and just keeping our um, nutrient levels in check and our digestive system healthy and our detox pathways flowing, all of that good stuff, right? Which is all stuff that I support my clients with. And that's going to be one thing that I'm focused on, but you do also need to be in a calorie deficit for you to lose body fat or muscle. In my case, I, you know, I'll lose body fat as well, um, in the process, but I want to lose muscle as well. So I'm, uh, so muscle as well, just like body fat, we can't spot reduce, right? So I can't just lose muscle on my quads, even though that'd be great. And not on my butt. No, I'm probably going to lose all the butt and all, not the quad. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but that's, again, that's why I'm like trying to target training a little bit the way that I want to um, have my physique but there'll be other times too right like after I downsize and then kind of sculpt up from there but we'll go through that when that happens but 
for now, um, calorie deficit, but still really, really prioritizing protein, healthy fats, high fiber, um, you know, definitely not going crazy on sugar and carbs, but I, you know, I'm never going to cut all that stuff out, you guys. And um, for me, what really works and what works for a lot of people out there, I definitely um, support this with my clients as well as having like one or two more like free days. And again, like when I say that, we're not going like balls to the walls because the women in my world and me, like that's not even something we've moved through that. And if we're still in that, then that's when we're doing the mental and emotional work um, because we want to make sure that we're at a place where above all else, we are nourishing and, you know, enjoying our life and our food. And when we overeat, we're not doing that, right? We're out of integrity with those things. But, um, you know, also just that way we are able to kind of stay in a calorie deficit throughout. They're kind of called like refeeds, you know? So I'm going to just eat, you know, a little bit higher than, again, if I want to, I'm really just going to go off me. And then when I, um, when I am in my luteal and menstrual, that is also when I increase my calories a little bit. Again, that's what my body naturally wants. That's what a lot of us women naturally want. So I do that about like 300 calories ish. It's usually again, just kind of like a snack, um, or a small meal that I'll gravitate towards. So I'll keep that in. Um, but just make sure that I'm on it again, just I'll be tracking a little bit, right? Either scale or body photos, just that, that kind of idea. So I make sure I'm moving in the right direction, but you know, nothing too crazy with the nutrition. You guys may be eating very similar, um, just a little bit less, um, carbohydrates, a little bit less like the flowery, you know, sugary carbohydrates, keeping vegetables and fiber still really high, but just a little bit less of those things. So again, I'm in a calorie deficit. So my body will drop some of the muscle and some of the fat and yeah and just and then i'll be doing lots of cardio you guys so um lots of walking with dolly i'm so grateful that i have a puppy that is able to be um, active now and she's just getting more and more active as far as her ability to go on longer walks so we'll be definitely doing a few walks a day um and then i'll be doing like a planned hour hour on the uh, stairmaster or on incline tread so something that's like a little bit more vigorous but by vigorous i still mean zone two so a little bit higher but not like crazy and then the other walks are more of that zone two or zone one rather um and then yeah we'll see how i go like i again as i said like my i'm constantly my ego is like negotiating with me they're like mm, like you could just do you know like one of the one academy class you could just do like high flex or perform you know one of these kind of more high intensity classes um i don't think right off the bat i will but that is my something that is something i might integrate in depending because again that is that is helpful um for that for that too um, for my muscle loss and fat loss phase but not to overdo it of course and again for me just sensitive nervous system sensitive hormones and just kind of how again i'll see what my hormones say but how i'm feeling is that's just not what my body needs right now so that is that you guys i'm gonna take a little sip of water that was a lot but i'm so glad that I got that on my chest. I share that with you guys. I'm definitely gonna be sharing on Instagram, but I love I love sharing here because I just kind of like really feel like I can explain myself versus on that short form. Like I just feel like there's stuff that gets lost in translation, you know, and um, then people kind of pick up on things and don't know the whole story. And even though I don't obviously have a huge following, a lot of people aren't like, oh, fangirling over and need to do what I do. I still don't want people to kind of bring things out of context and maybe try them themselves or whatever, right? Because at the end of the day, you guys like. The bread and butter, 100% is still progressive overload strength training. It's just for me, I've done that for so long and I 
kind of got carried away with it, I guess, away from how my body wants to, how I want my body to look and feel. And I just, again, was out of integrity with um, balancing work, you know, work life, workout, all those kinds of things to keep my body and hormones in a healthy range, right? So this is going to be so varied for everyone. That's what I said as well. Like, there's these top athletes and high rocks and I mean obviously I don't know like I don't know if they're actually super healthy but they look good right and they're performing well so I'd assume they're a decent level of health um in those things and uh you know if it's working for them amazing right I'm like I love that but for me it's just not right and if it might not be for you either and I hope that it reaches the right people right if you needed this connection over something that is similar to what you're going through I'm so glad that I could provide that for you and I'm excited I'm excited to you know I'm scared of shit right I'm not gonna lie like this scares me even saying it I'm like sweating bullets over here being like I'm not gonna strength train for six months holy shit um and I don't know if it's gonna be that long but I do know like it does take time especially again I've had I have such density of my muscle on my body and um yeah, it's just going to take time to lose, right? So I really want to give me that time. And I just want to give my body that time to restore and recover. I say this all the time to my clients as well, right? Like I have a program actually that's coming out, which is long term, right? Because of this reason, it's not, it's not a three month fix, right? And a lot of the time we get stuck on a three month protocol, which I get because again, three months can feel long, but it's really not. It's really not, especially as a cyclical woman, like three months it's three cycles right like that's the bare minimum of in like intake and information that we need so that's when if we're only getting three months then if that program ends in three months it's kind of like okay what's next right and that's how I feel too with this is like three months just isn't enough time right so six months is the minimum that I want to allow myself <laughs> so that's why I really want to share with you guys too just to help me keep myself accountable because this isn't easy right and I know that might sound silly to some people but I know a lot of you will get that too right when it's part of your identity when it's part of something you've done for so long and you're taking that away from yourself it's you can feel lost right and I think also that was something that I'm very excited about because I think it's going to have this deeper level of connection with self that I'm going to have to uncover right because again that has been my escape that has been my place to go to that has been like that therapy right which is so much the often what people use it for and I'm I'm happy to not have that outlet. Like I'll still have the cardio, which is actually quite a good outlet for me, but I know that I'm going to really, really miss it, you guys. And I'm just excited for what else like will come with that. Like where will I fill in the time, which, you know, will probably be building Haley James Fitness, but <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited. So anyway, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I am excited to hear your thoughts and uh, yeah, definitely stay tuned. I'll be doing check-ins on here, but on Instagram, you know, it's where you can see me on the daily. And if anything I said in this podcast, you guys, even in the beginning when I was kind of mentioning, you know, my passion and what Haley James Fitness is all about or throughout this conversation, you guys, and you were like, yeah, yes, girl, yes, girl. Like I resonate with that. Like that's me. Like I feel that like maybe not so much on the muscle loss thing, but just the stress and, um, you know, those kinds of things. Like if anything on this podcast resonates with you, you guys, it really is going to be uh, worth your while to check out the reprogram and rebalance workshop you guys I am going to be diving deep into some of these topics like cycle syncing um, why you should be functional testing really understanding your hormones as they change into your 30s some subconscious reprogramming so some work on that mindset and energetics around you and your body and your you know your hormones and like your your menstrual cycle in general really getting to this point of love and acceptance with it um, and also you know some things in your past and child 
childhood might have formed your relationship within yourself and your body at this point and might be kind of getting in your way of the healing process. So we're gonna be diving into all that in a freaking free workshop, you guys. So it's like one-on-one coaching for free. So I'm so jazzed about it. I can't wait. It's on Wednesday. So this podcast will be coming out on Wednesday if I don't launch it earlier. So make sure that you sign up right away because you'll get the instant replay if you can't make it live as well. That's all you guys. I'm so excited. Hopefully I see some of you guys in the workshop. And if not, connect with me over on Instagram. I uh, always love to hear your thoughts on the podcast and I'll see you next week.